Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursaleen. Sayyidina wa nabiyina wa habibina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Wa man tabi'ahum bi ihsanin ila yawmiddin. Bishrah li sadri wa yassirli amri. Wa ahlul uqdatan min lisani. Yafqahu qawli. Amma ba'd. Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome. Um, and thank you so much uh, for joining uh, our session uh, this evening. Uh, as many of you know, uh, most of our uh, Friday nights are spent uh, with the community. Either we're having a family pizza night or uh, we're having a children's circle uh, or a Sira lecture. So we normally try to use our Friday nights uh, in the best way possible. Um, but uh, due to the circumstances, unfortunately, we are not able to, uh, to join and, uh, and gather together uh, physically. Uh, but uh, alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has still uh, made it possible uh, for us to uh, to join uh, virtually. Uh, so I'd like to say uh, welcome uh, to you all, uh, brothers and sisters who are watching on YouTube, um, and also those who are uh, joining us on the uh, teleconference. Inshallah, for those uh, who are on the teleconference, I'd like to please ask you, uh, kindly request you uh, two things. So number one, if you can please uh, mute your call. Uh, so that um, others are not disturbed by any background noise that there may be uh, behind you, uh, number one. Number two, uh, if, um, if you are able to call long distance uh, and, have used, and if you have used a toll-free number, I'd like to request you uh, to please uh, join the conference uh, either online or by, by calling the, uh, the long distance number if you're able to. I will give you the number. The number is 867-292-3030. Once again, 867 867- 292-3030. This number is not a toll-free number. Um, and uh, if you're able to call long distance, then please use that number once again, 867-292-3030. Um, and if you're uh, not able to call long distance, then you're welcome to join uh, with the toll-free number. But it uh, it will cost us after some time. Uh, so that's why I would like you to, to join with the long distance number or join online if you're able to at tinyurl.com. So T-I-N-Y-U-R-L.com forward slash KMA hyphen March 13, inshallah. Um, so I'd like to begin, first of all, um, by praising and thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, for his uh, innumerable uh, bounties and blessings uh, upon us. Uh, subhanallah, there's so many blessings of Allah azza wa jal upon us that um, we are not able to count them. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْسُوهَا if you try to enumerate or truly appreciate and count uh, all of the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you would not be able to do it. And oftentimes, our brothers and sisters, what happens is that we, we, real, we only realize the true value of, uh, of a blessing when it is no longer there, right? SubhanAllah. And uh, because there's so many blessings and we get uh, so accustomed to them, we, take, we start taking them for granted. Um, so it so happens that when they're taken away, all of a sudden, especially... That is when we realize that, oh, this was such a great ni'mah and such a great blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And today, many of us uh, felt the value of being able to worship together on Friday and offer Salatul Jum'ah because we were not able to, to do so um, as, we, we, as we normally do and as we usually do. So, um, you know, it's, uh, and, you know, it's, it's possible that 
um, because of everything that is going on, um, you know, some of us may be feeling um, a bit unsettled or uh, feeling a bit down or perhaps uh, a bit panicked or, or, or anxious uh, or afraid, right? Because there's, there's a lot that is going on. And even for myself, subhanAllah, there's so much information to process. Like yesterday, you know, most of the day yesterday was spent, um, yesterday and the day before, so Wednesday night, Wednesday evening and Thursday, um, you know, so much time spent and just following what is happening and trying to make sure that we're, we're trying to make the best decisions uh, for ourselves and for the community. Um, and just, you know, with all these different breaking news updates and all these different details and, uh, and subhanAllah. So it really starts uh, taking a toll. Um, so it's possible that it is, it is uh, impacting you in, in different ways. Or perhaps it is not, right? Because every single person uh, is different. So just know that these emotions that we feel like anxiousness or fear um, or, uh, you know, feeling uh, unsettled, these are all uh, natural emotions. These are all natural emotions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created um, and has created inside of us as human beings. And because every single person is different, every individual is going to experience something different, right? So subhanAllah, the circumstances may be the same the, the, or, or relatively the same, generally the same. Um, however, you know, each individual is going to have their own response. Um, but all I want you to really know to right now is that whatever you're feeling, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, number one, is absolutely aware of what you're going through. Allah Azza wa Jal is absolutely aware of every single anxiety, every single stress, every single concern, every single fear that we have. And subhanAllah, the hadith of the Prophet wasallam tells us that we as believers are actually rewarded for even a single moment of stress and anxiety, any type of pain, any type of suffering, even the pricking of a thorn. Right, so remember that Allah Azza wa Jal is is there, is is always with us, is always watching, um, and at the same time, even though, as I mentioned earlier, we are not physically able to be together, um, we are here together in spirit and, of course, virtually as well. And we're, our dua, um, our duas, and our, our well wishes and our concern are with every single individual. Wallah, you know, today I really missed um, being a Salatul Jum'ah, seeing, mashallah, uh, all of the the vibrant faces. Uh, who of, of all of you who join us but subhanallah today it was not meant to be i actually went to the richcraft recreation complex uh, to put up signs and it was such an eerie feeling subhanallah you know just going there and the parking lot like just being empty uh seeing the gymnasium um you know being empty um and i just put up the the, the signs and i and i left um but you know when these things happen when these moments come they really should be um a moment uh for for reflection for us um, because, you know, there's, there's so many aspects, um, to what is happening, right? As I mentioned, so there's, there's so many elements to it. There's so many aspects, um, and so many things that we can talk about, but tonight I would really like to focus on one, inshallah, because, you know, what is apparent is, um, are, for example, the headlines, uh, the lineups that we're seeing at the store. Um, you know, I had to run in to grab something. And uh, and this was not Costco, by the way, as those of you who come for Friday, you know, I'm not really a Costco shopper, nothing wrong with shopping at Costco. But uh, even uh, not in Costco, there were, you know, lineups, a um, uh, long lineup running around the store um, and shelves being being emptied. Um, so we see those things. Right. We are hearing about the cancellations. Um, you know, we're hearing about um, uh, the, the 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 impacts on, for example, schools and travel plans, um, the panic, the the fear, and so on and so forth. Uh, but at the bottom, at the at the at the bottom of all of that, really, um, 
in terms of what is apparent to us is the virus, right? Is the virus. So all of this activity and all of these changes that we are seeing, right? All of these headlines, like every single thing that we've been seeing and feeling for the last, you know, a a couple of days or last week here locally, and of course, internationally, subhanAllah, since the past few weeks and even months, um, is really from, in terms of what is apparent, goes down to that virus, right? But we have to remember that that, these are just the things which are apparent. And when, when something happens, and for everything that happens, there are apparent causes and impacts, right? So the things that we see and the things that, that we, we, we understand and we learn in terms of our, uh, our uh, intellect and our senses um, and our, our study and so on. But then there are also the spiritual and the unseen elements. For everything that happens, right? There is the physical elements, the physical impact, the, 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 the physical attribution of what is happening. But then there's also the spiritual and the unseen. And what is most incumbent upon us at this time, right? As believers, what is most incumbent upon us at this time is after, of course, taking the, the necessary precautions. And we've talked about that enough. So I'm not going to mention that, inshallah. Um, but, um, you know, after na- taking the necessary uh, precautions, it is super, super important for us to reflect, right? To really take a pause because whenever something like this happens or something dramatic happens or something uh, out of the ordinary, especially with such a great impact happens, there's a message there. There is a message there and it is time for us to, to it's a signal to us to, to, to slow down, to pause, to put things on hold and take a step back and really reflect. And this reflection should bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? This reflection that we do, and inshallah, as we're going to try to do tonight, should really bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because, you know, at the end of the day, um, this virus, right? The coronavirus, COVID-19 as it's called, is subject to the will and the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The virus is subject to the will and the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just like the wind, just like the water, just like the earth, Right. And I mentioned the wind because, of course, we can see, um, of course, the wind is needed and we enjoy a light breeze. But we see the destruction that wind can bring, subhanAllah. But it's not the wind that's actually bringing it. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is sending it through the wind. And um, it is, you know, um, uh, it's something that we actually experience, right, locally. It wasn't, uh, what was it? It wasn't too long ago, um, you know, just over a year or so, a year and a half ago, um, the, uh, the devastating uh, tornadoes that we saw. You know, just just almost uh, ten kilometers from here, uh, from 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 Canada and across the river in in Gatineau, uh, Subhanallah. You know the destruction and just recently in Tennessee, Nine a lot. Like I just think of that situation of you know uh, uh, you know people asleep in their homes in the middle of the night and waking up to the sound of a tornado in the darkness. Uh, I, I can't even begin to imagine you know what what that would have been like. And Subhanallah, this is something that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala you know, um, subjects his creation to from time to time. And and why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does, uh, and why Allah azza wa jalla chooses those means, we don't know. This is in the wisdom and the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As I often say, you know, it's uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent us here for a test. And Allah azza wa jalla is the examiner. Allah is the one who is testing us. And when you go into a t- test, when you go for an exam, you don't only really get to ask the examiner, Right? Oh, why did you ask these questions? Like, if you go for a driving test, you're not going to be like, you know, to, to the driving examiner, you know, why, why did you tell me to turn here? Why did you tell me to do this? Why did you tell me to do that? 
Um, and same thing with your university, you know, exams and, and school and so on. So we don't get to ask, right, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or, or, or any examiner for that matter, why a question or why a certain problem is on the test. But because they have that authority, and in, indeed Allah Azza wa has the greatest authority, therefore these things um, are, are created as tests for us, right? We look at the water, of course we need water for survival, but at the same time we look at, you know, the impact of flooding. And that too is subject to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The earth that we live upon, right? But then there's earthquakes, which is which are also subject to the will and command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this trial facing humanity today is from Allah, right? It's coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And subhanAllah, right? This is one of the reflections I was having is that, you know, when we think of the virus, it is the smallest of the small, right? And I'm thinking of, of, of mentions of things which are small in the Quran, Right, whoever has done even a speck and iota, you know, of good will see it on the day of judgment, right? And whoever has done even a speck and iota of evil will see it on the day of judgment. Um, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, also then, you know, punishes and tests through things which are big and small, right? So we mentioned like the wind and the water and the earth and so on, but also small, right? Like in, in, in Surah Al-Fil, when we uh, when we read about about the the incident of uh, that happened during the year uh, of, of the elephant or the year which is referred to as the year of, of the elephant uh, when Abraha was coming and bringing um, you know the the army of elephants and and, and soldiers to attack the Kaaba and Allah subhanahu wa taala defended and protected the Kaaba with what with birds right right so there were birds with so small and not just like big crows or eagles but like the tiny birds. And even more so with, with tiny pebbles, right? SubhanAllah, tiny pebbles. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used that as a, a form of punishment and a trial for those people, right? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, tests and, and punishes with, with large things, with small things. And they're all, they're all subject to the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, just uh, the other day, Wednesday night, we were having a, an imam council, emergency imam council meeting at SNMC. And uh, mashallah, uh, you know, the, 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 the new second, Imam at SNMC, Imam Muhsini mentioned, you know, uh, subhanAllah, like the fact that, you know, you know the, the story of, of Namrud, of Nimrod, and, you know, the mosquito, right, being uh, being being the means for uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala testing and punishing him, right, like something so tiny, and at that time, you know, people probably weren't aware of viruses and bacteria, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us an example, even from them, of something which is extremely, extremely tiny, almost worthless, right? Like, it is worthless. Like, nobody likes mosquitoes. Nobody wants to keep mosquitoes as pets. You know, everyone is always trying to kill a mosquito. Uh, so something which is so looked down upon and so worthless and so small in the eyes of human beings, yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can use it, you know, in, in any way that he wishes. Uh, so we saw that with him in his case. And of course, today we are seeing uh, this this trial that is coming in the form um, of, of, of this virus. And subhanAllah, you know, for me, it's mind-boggling to think. When I think about how something so tiny something so small and so tiny that we are not able to see it, right? Except without powerful microscopes could bring, could bring a good chunk of the world, of the, you know, the, the advanced world uh, of the 21st century to, a, to, to either, you know, a, a, a standstill or complete shutdown, you know, and, and, and present such a great threat and slow us down in such a way. Like, it's just mind boggling to think, you know, uh, and the 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 impact that is ha- that it has on everyone across the board, right? It doesn't matter how powerful you are, it doesn't matter how rich you are, it doesn't matter who you are, right? But 
uh, you know, you may have all the things in the world, you may have all the power in the world, you may have, you know, the, the greatest position and authority in the world, but subhanAllah, you know, if this virus gets inside of you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides that this is going to be the means of your destruction, it's going to happen and there's nothing that you can do to stop it. You're absolutely helpless in stopping it, right? So uh, it's, uh, and perhaps this is really um, the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, one of the ways Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us of who is really in charge. You know, because we live this life and especially as the world gets more advanced and we live in a time of, you know, individualism and, and arrogance and atheism and everything else where, 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 you know, it's me, myself and I, and I am in charge and I am in charge of my, I, you know, I uh, create my destiny and I am, I am everything, right? This is the approach that we live with, that this world is, is living with today, subhanAllah. Um, and when something like this happens, you know, it, it really gives us this, this, uh, this reminder and should make us reflect on, you know, who really is in charge. SubhanAllah, even for the believers, even for us, right? That yes, alhamdulillah, we believe, we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we believe in His qadr, we believe in all of these things, and at least we say that we believe. But practically, right, practically in our lives, right, how much does a role, you know, uh, how much of a role does the 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 uh, the likes and dislikes do the do the likes and dislikes of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala play in our in, in our life, right? How much value do we put towards what Allah has said, what His Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said, right? So um so just sending giving us a reminder, uh, slowing us down, uh, and and perhaps even showing us where we might be going wrong in this life of this world. Like again, it's mind boggling if you look at China and you talk about climate change and pollution, right? Within days, like within weeks. Right, twenty-five percent of the pollution, you know, of of the sky, the air, in 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 China, you know, clears up. Um, you know, people who did not have time for their families suddenly have time to spend with their kids and 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 their and their families. People who were you know too busy for things, all of a sudden they have time for that. Um, you know, so so really, you know, just just really forcing us, really just forcing us to slow down and to pay attention. And to perhaps you know bring up the things that 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 we are missing. So my my reminder to myself, my advice to myself and all of us is really to pay attention to what is changing you, right? Pay attention to what is changing for you, rather, right? How is it making you feel? So before this crisis broke, what was your life like, and what has changed today? What are you doing differently today, and how is it making you feel? You know, what are you doing now that you were not doing before? What are you cherishing now that you were not cherishing before? Uh, you know, Allah Azza wa Jal tells us in the Quran, and I mentioned this last Friday as well. Right, that corruption um, and and um, you know spoilage has appeared on the earth, right, on on the earth and uh, the water, right, so in the oceans and in land, uh, right, because of what? Because of what? people's hands have earned what we have done with our own hands but there's a purpose behind that right there's a person purpose behind those things becoming apparent and coming out in such an ugly um way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us right so that some of you know we could, he could make us taste make some of us taste you know the, the the impact of our actions and ultimately and the ultimate objective is that we return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we return to the straight path, we return to that which is sound and which is which is correct. Um, so, you know, speaking of things which are different, 
and how they're making us feel. So just even asking ourselves, for those of us, you know, who, who are not able to attend Salat al-Jum'ah, um, you know, how to, or not able to go to the masjid, for example, or, or gather together, you know, how, how did that make you feel? Right. I was just watching that video and I shared actually on Facebook as well from uh, Sheikh Omar Suleiman had a very nice comment, a video of, of a mu'adhin, right? And this happened in, in, a, in, in some Muslim countries where people were not allowed to gather for Salat al-Jum'ah uh, and the, the mu'adhin is giving the adhan, you know, and he's, um, and he's telling people, as is the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ during, you know, extreme conditions, uh, rain, extreme cold and so on, um, that people are permitted to pray in their homes. Uh, so this is something which is perfectly, it's, it's, it's sound, it's established in the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. Um, yet the Mu'adhin is saying, that, right, he's saying, Sallu fi rihalikum. Uh, others have said, you know, Salatu fi buyutikum. And his voice starts cracking up, right? He starts crying because, you know, this is, this is, this is something that, that is not normal, right? This is something which, um, which, you know, reminds him and should remind us that there is something greater at play here. The fact that people are not able to come to the masjid, the fact that people are not able to offer Salatu Jum'ah, you know, um, and and remember Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in that great way. Um, there, 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 there is something um, you know concerning, and there is something uh, momentous there for the believer to feel that and to recognize that the fact that we are not able to do this, so the fact that this even the worship of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is becoming um, you know difficult for us. Um, there's there, there's there, there's a message there, and there's something you know we should feel something when that happens. And you know our religion, Subhanallah, is is a religion of belief. It's a religion of action, but it's also a religion of feeling, right? And a lot of times we forget about that, I think, because we get so used to the rituals. Like, how do things make us feel? How do we feel when we offer salah? How do we feel when we recite Quran? You know, how do we feel when we give charity? How do we feel when you know when when we are in in, in other situations, right? So that feeling inside of our hearts is something which is which is linked with 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 our deen. And, and, you know, when a person feels, it makes it more real, right? So feeling, um, having feeling for these things, um, extremely, extremely important. And really, it's, 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 when these types of things happen, it's really a time for us to call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, I was reading one of the statements, one of the, the, the fatwas that came out from the different bodies and scholars that are, that are trying to address these challenges and issues. And it said that, you know, this is really a time, um, for, for people to call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But not just in any form, but with brokenness. Subhanallah, right? For people to call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala well, with, 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 uh, with, with brokenness. Like with not just, you know, making dua, but really making dua with your heart and, and really re- realizing and recognizing that, you know, there is something momentous that is happening here. There is a great message for us here. We may not know exactly. We may not be able to pinpoint exactly, you know, what that message is perhaps. But one thing is, is, is clear is that the message is that we have to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, turn back to Allah azza wa jal. And, you know, this, it really, subhanAllah, just really reminds me of, of our, uh, of our fragility, right? How fragile we really are, how weak we really are, um, and how we can't really take anything for granted. Right, subhanAllah, Allah subhanahu, as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells us, you know, this hadith kept coming to my mind, especially we were just teaching it last week uh, to one of our classes. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi said, a famous hadith, of course, that ikhtanim khamsan qabla khams, right, take advantage of five before five, right? And he goes on, of course, your youth before your old age, your health before your illness. SubhanAllah, like, you know, this happens every single day. People are diagnosed with diseases, with, you know, with, with ailments that they never even imagined that they had. Right. But all of a sudden, right, like all of a sudden we're seeing today, um, you know, people, someone test positive, um, you know, for for COVID-19, for the for the coronavirus and their life changes 
all of a sudden, subhanAllah, and actually as I, as I posted online as well, inshallah, the vast majority of people will recover, inshallah. We make dua that inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cures everyone, right? That no one dies and everyone is, is cured. Um, whoever, first of all, everyone is protected, inshallah, and then whoever gets it or whoever Allah wills will get it, will, will be cured from it, inshallah. Um, and even the statistics show that, you know, there's, there's 97, 98 people out of 100, inshallah, will recover. Of course, for the, the, for the two or three out of 100 uh, who, who, who may end up, you know, losing their lives, many of them um, who even survive may be very sick. So we make dua for them. And of course, that's not an easy matter for them and for their loved ones. So, you know, it's not to minimize their, their suffering and, and to minimize their, their impact. But at the same time, you know, recognizing that, yes, it is a, a, a large scale, uh, uh, you know, uh, trial uh it presents great challenges absolutely but at the same time you know it's not like a death sentence for every single person at the end of the day everyone has to go regardless right and that is already decided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the time and the place the method sometimes i wonder about myself like where is my time written i just make dua Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant me and all of us a good parting from this world and a good return to him because it's already been determined for every single one of us we just don't know Right. And who knows? And like even Ramadan is coming up, inshallah, we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He, he, he takes us, uh, you know, he, he makes us witness the month of Ramadan. Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan. You know, the famous dua. Um, so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that. But subhanAllah, nobody knows, right? Who knows how many of us, you know, last Ramadan perhaps was our last Ramadan. Perhaps those fasts were our last fasts. Perhaps, you know, those, those Sarawih, those, that recitation of Quran, perhaps that was it, right? Maybe, maybe our time is written. Maybe my time is written. Nobody knows. But of course, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the best and we hope for the best, inshallah. But you never know. So your health before your illness, right? So a person may be perfectly fine and they're, they're, they're diagnosed. Inshallah, they may even recover, but they may be, may be under quarantine. Um, you know, there's that social isolation part where you can't talk to anyone. Like subhanAllah, those, you know, uh, passengers on the cruise ships, they were quarantined at CFB Trenton for 14 days. And if you listen to them, you know, they're like, you know, this is the hardest for some of them is the most difficult part, you know, difficult time of their life to not be able to see anyone. You know, this lady who was quarantined in Cornwall, uh, very close to actually where I studied um, at the NAF Canada Center, at the NAF Center. And, uh, you know, she comes out and she's crying to the reporters, right? She's saying, you're the first people that I actually get to see face to face and talk to after 14 days. So even that, you know, was a, 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 a indeed a great blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even to be able to meet one another and to talk to one another face to face, even that is a blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? So your health before your illness, right? Your riches before your poverty, uh, your free time before your work, your life before your death, right? So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has given us these, 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 this advice, these warnings that, you know, really take advantage of things before the situation changes. So we are extremely fragile beings. And um, our situation can change very, very quickly. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us to use every single opportunity in the best way possible. Right? And don't take anything uh, for, for granted. Now what's going to happen is a lot of us are home. Right? I'm sitting at home. As you can see, I'm sitting in my living room. Um, you know, a lot of people are going to be at home. Children are going to be home after March break for a couple of weeks. Um, you know, people working from home um, and so on and so forth. Um, a lot of free time. Right. And empty mind is a devil's workshop, as the saying goes. Right. And what we're going to see and we're already seeing, right, is a lot of the things that we perhaps were doing in person are now happening online or perhaps are happening more online. They're already happening online. So gossip in terms of backbiting, you know, unnecessary argumentation, um, you know, splitting hairs, getting into debates, uh, which really have no benefit. If, if there's some communication engagement that is beneficial, alhamdulillah, that's great. 
right? Perhaps we learn something or we share something or even if there's a difference of opinion and we're respectful, that's great, alhamdulillah. You know, but just really, um, you know, people expressing frustration and anger, you know, talking about Salat al-Jum'ah, you know, this masjid did it, that masjid didn't do it. What's wrong with people getting angry, putting people down? Like, this is really not the the, the right way, my brothers and sisters, right? This is really not the, the best way to use our time, uh, especially at this time. And so we on WhatsApp and we're reading Facebook, social media, Facebook, Twitter, you know, Instagram, you know, Snapchat, whatever you're on. And, and subhanAllah, like, there's this whole world, but then... You know, and there's so much fear and panic on all of those things, anxieties. But then I opened the door and I just went outside. And subhanAllah, there was a nice breeze. The sun was out. It was a beautiful day. It was a clear sky. And it's like, it's, a, it's it's almost like it's a completely different world, right? So my other message is also, you know, don't constrain yourself, restrain yourself out of fear and panic and anxiety that, you know, you, that, that we start disregarding other blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that are right in front of us, right? So there's no restriction on going outside unless you're like in quarantine or something. But everyone can go outside. Like you could go take a walk. Sure, you can keep a distance with people from people, you know, maybe don't get too close or whatever. But if you're feeling well, right, it's okay to go out, enjoy the sunshine, you know, go for a hike, um, keep your distance, go to somewhere in nature where there's, there's, where there's no one there, spend time with your family, right? So, so still take advantage of the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and make it a means of remembering Allah azza wa jal, inshallah. Um, a few, uh, quick other points that I want to mention, inshallah. Um, that, you know, there, there will be people, uh, who might be able to write this out, who will be able to write out this situation, uh, without much impact. And there may be others who will feel a great impact. Because remember, my brothers and sisters, everyone is different. Every single person is different. Everybody is different. Every single mind is different. Everyone has different challenges and struggles. So, you know, uh, at any such moment, we should really be asking ourselves, and this is what I try to ask myself as well, and one of the reasons I'm doing this tonight as well, is really to ask ourselves to say, okay, in this situation, in this situation that I find myself in, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put me in, what is the best thing that I can do? What is the absolute best thing I can do in this moment, at this time, to make the situation better? Because you see, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, um, in, in, in the beginning of Surah Al-Mulk, right? He says, Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that he is the one who has created you know, death and he has created life so that he tests us or in order to test us, but not just to test us in terms of who makes the right decision, but to test us in terms of who makes the best decision. Who, is the, who makes the best decisions, right? So at every single moment, right, through our lives, but especially at such critical moments, it's really important to ask ourselves and say, okay, what is the best role I can play at this time? What is the most productive thing, the most pleasing thing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I can do at this time to please Allah and also to try to make the situation better, right? So, you know, if you're able to, mashallah, you're young, you're healthy, it doesn't really impact you that much physically, um, then really, you know, look, be, uh, you know, spend time looking out for people, right? Now, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go visit people if they're trying to isolate themselves, and, you know, but just care for people. Right. Think about people. Think about your elders who are most at risk. Right. Think about your seniors. Think about those who are ill, who have other illnesses. You know, uh, subhanAllah, I, I've really been thinking about people, especially our seniors. You know, we didn't have Salat al but one of the concerns I've really had is for our elders who really look forward to coming for Salat al This may be the one. And I know people like that, that. That may be the one time in the week they actually get to get out of the house. They actually get to see other people. They got to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala together in jama'ah. And they can't do that otherwise. 
right? There's people, uh, you know, who, who cherish that opportunity to just be able to talk to someone. You know, there's an individual who I have the, 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 the blessing, the honor of, of getting to know and sort of spending time with um, and, and learning many things. And subhanAllah, one of the things I learned is that, you know, for, for people in that situation, even waiting a day or two, let alone a week or two or three, seems like an eternity, right? If you're someone who who is mentally unwell, someone who, you know, perhaps someone who is depressed and they really look forward to meeting someone or getting out, this isolation and just being cut off from one another can really have an impact. So really look out for each other, please. Our elders, our seniors, people who are ill, people who are uh, facing mental challenges, uh, people who are living alone, especially if they're elderly, our neighbors, whether they're Muslim or not, right? It doesn't really matter. Our friends and really just reach out and offer support, right? It's just a smile, but we're not even perhaps seeing each other physically, right? Um, maybe we're doing this and this is, alhamdulillah, this is the best we can do. But really just offer a smile, some reassuring words, some words of comfort, you know, just show that you care, a simple call, a simple message. And alhamdulillah, we're offering this, this service as well that, you know, for people in that situation, we're not, not able to meet them or visit them. But if they really would like to have a call uh, privately, you know, with myself, with others, other volunteers, whether, you know, it's or FaceTime or Skype or, uh, or, or a WhatsApp video call, whatever it is, and it will help them through this. Inshallah, we're willing to provide that and offer that and try to reach out, you know, try to reach out to your relatives and, and people, uh, especially our elders. And if you're not able to meet them, um, uh, in person that at least, you know, do video calling and call them regularly and check up on them, inshallah. Um, and also, you know, remember that the, the, the cure, the protection for this comes from, will come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, you know, there's some great promising news of, mashallah, researchers in Canada who have isolated the virus and perhaps there's some hope now that some sort of vaccine or cure, you know, may become available at some time. These things usually take a lot of time. But at the end of the day, know that any guidance, any knowledge, with regards to finding a cure, right, or, or, or developing a vaccine is going to come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, it's the humans who make the effort, humans who will try to do the research, but it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has created these things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who guides. Allah is the one who has already created the cure for everything, as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa has told us, except for one thing, which is what? Death, right? So there's a cure for every ailment in this world, except we don't know about it yet. We are not aware of it, right? We may not be fully aware of it. Um, it may be hidden from us, but that guidance is going to come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And therefore, it is so important for us uh, to, to, to really focus our efforts on reestablishing our connection with Allah azza wa jal. Or if, we, it's, if it's already established and strengthening it. Because there should be no one, my brothers and sisters, who thinks that my relationship with Allah is good enough. I don't need to work on it anymore. I'm doing all right, and others can worry about their relationship. I'm doing okay. Because remember... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded even the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, right, the best the creation, right, the one who was the closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to recite in every single salat, ihdina sirat al-mustaqeem, right, oh Allah, guide us to the straight path, right. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asking for hidayah, right, even though he, he was already, you know, he was already close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the highest station, at the highest level, right, but every single one of us needs that. Every single one of us has room for improvement in all matters, but especially, especially our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what is, is, is most ironic or concerning at this time is that, you know, at the moment when we need to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more is the time when we are having to postpone, suspend Salatul Jum'ah and, you know, discourage people from coming to the masjid if they have certain ailments or perhaps to shut the masjid down altogether, right? So it's, it's terribly ironic and, and quite, 
concerning and saddening at the same time, right? So if you're not able to go to the masjid, you're not able to offer salat al-jumu'ah, you know, whatever restrictions you may have, you're not able to get out of the house, but that just should not limit our efforts and our zeal and our desire to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because you don't need to, you don't have to go to the masjid to find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You don't have to go to the masjid to pray. You don't have to go to the masjid to, it's, uh, to, to, to make a sincere dua. Of course, it's excellent to go to the masjid when you're able to. Absolutely, right? I'm not trying to discourage that at all. But if you're not able to, that is not a requirement for us to connect with Allah. You don't need me to connect with Allah. You don't need a sheikh. You don't need a scholar. You don't need another person. You don't need a building. You don't need anything. You just need yourself in your heart and that desire and, and that awareness to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, um, you know, I, uh, I, I want to uh, perhaps end at least this portion uh, with uh, the famous hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu And I mentioned it, I think it was last Friday as well, but I'll mention it again for the, for, as a reminder uh, for, for myself um, and, um, and, and for all of us, inshallah. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma, um, you know, was a cousin of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you know, is much younger than him. Uh, he says, I was riding behind the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. قَالَ كُنْتُ خَلْفَ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ يَوْمًا I was riding behind him one day where the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said يا غلام right غلام meaning young man young child إِنِّي أُعَلِّمُكَ كَلِمَاتِ I will teach you some words right and what a blessing right the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم is saying I am going to teach you some words right so for Ibn Abbas رضي الله عنهما that was extremely um, you know uh, that was a moment you know that the message of Allah is telling him that he's going to teach him a few words. And he has related this, so now uh, it is for our benefit as well, so for us to, to pay attention to. Be mindful of Allah, and He will protect you. Be mindful of Allah, and He will protect you. Be mindful of Allah, and you will find Him before you. Right? If you ask, ask from Allah. If you ask, ask from Allah. If you seek help, if you seek help, seek help from Allah. And know that if the nations gather together to benefit you, if the nations gather together to benefit you, they will not benefit you unless Allah has decreed it for you. They will not be able to benefit you unless Allah has decreed it for you. Right? And subhanAllah, you know, as a side note, thinking about this, so if a person is ill, whether it's coronavirus or any other illness, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cure everyone who is ill, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant relief to everyone who is in pain and suffering, right? But if a person has an illness, whether it's COVID-19, any other illness, and all medical experts in the world gather together to cure that person, right? To take care of that person and to try to cure them, it will not happen unless Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed it to happen, right? So the Prophet ﷺ said that, no, if the nations gather together to benefit you, they will not benefit you unless Allah has decreed it for you. And if the nations gather together to harm you, so if it's the opposite, that if everyone gathered and said that, no, we are going to harm you, they will not harm you unless Allah has decreed it for you. The pens have been lifted and the pages have dried. Right? So there are many things Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decided. Everything is in the knowledge and wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So everything that is happening is going to happen is in the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are some things which we are going to choose to do. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows we're going to choose to do that. There are many other things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already decided for us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already decided for us and there is nothing anyone can do to change them. Right? So whatever is destined to happen, whatever Allah wills is going to happen, no one can stop it. Only, only one who can stop it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is able to change and able to do whatever He wishes. So if there's anyone really, right, that we should really be focusing on, it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our relationship 
with, uh, with, with Allah Azza wa because that is what matters most at the end of the day, right? So these trials and tribulations are going to come from time to time. You know, I was just talking, um, some other telling me, you know, every century there, there happens to be, you know, a plague or a big, you know, pandemic, some sort of outbreak, right? So this is in, in, the, in the hands and the control of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Azza wa you know, creates these things and makes them happen. Um, of course, there may be some some apparent reasons that, be, or you know, some apparent things which are based on our actions. But at the end of the day, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is the one who is in control. You know, Subhanallah, I was thinking of all the plans people had had made. Right, people have plans for March breaks, and people are still perhaps going ahead with it. You know, finding good deals and trying to get away uh, at their own risk, of course. Um, but Subhanallah, so many other plans. Right, people who had planned to offer Salat Jum'ah today, people who had offered to, uh, to who had planned to be in Mecca today, or be in Medina, right, to go for Umrah, and they're not able to do that. You know, my, my heart broke when I heard of the story, subhanAllah, you know, pilgrims who probably saved, you know, people who probably saved for their entire lives, and they had boarded their planes to go for Umrah. Like, can you imagine how happy they must have been, you know, after a lifetime of, 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 of desire and savings and effort, they finally made it onto the plane to go to to visit the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to visit the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You know, they are on the plane, they're waiting for takeoff. And subhanAllah, their, their, their trip is cut short there and they have to get off the plane. How painful it must have been for them. You know, people who are on their way there in transit, you know, like in Turkey and other, in, in Cairo, waiting for their next flight and they had to come back, subhanAllah. You know, and it just uh, reminds us that, you know, we have our, our plans. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the ultimate planner, right? So when our plans match the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it happens. When our plans do not match the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, nothing can happen, right? We are forced to stop in our tracks. So again, ultimately, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one uh, who is in charge. But I want to leave you with some hope. And I, you know, I um, and I mentioned, I, I posted a hadith to this effect as well on, on Facebook, that, you know, if a person is, first of all, a person is regular in doing their good deeds, Right, they're regular in doing something, in something, doing something good, worship of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, for example, or any other good, and they're they they are not able to, um, they are not able to do it for some reason. So, for example, you know, because of illness or because of travel, then inshallah, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is going to reward them, right, as if they had done it, even though they're not able to, right. A person who is regular offering salat and jama'ah is not able to because he's ill because of circumstances. Inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will still give them that huge reward of offering Salat al-Jama'ah. A person who's, who's used to offering uh, Salat al-Fajr, Salat al-Isha, uh, as many brothers do, mashallah, um, or you know, all five prayers in the masjid with jama'ah, they're not able to do that due to the circumstances, um, especially because of illness or travel. Inshallah, they will get the re- full reward for that, inshallah. Similarly, if a person intends to do something and they're held back and they're not able to complete it, inshallah, they will receive the full reward for that. So everyone who was planning to go for Umrah, anyone who was planning to, um, to, to, you know, do any type of worship, anything to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and their plans have been stopped um, in their tracks because of what is happening, rest assured, inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you the reward for that. Whoever is planning to have a good Ramadan, perhaps they may not able to, may Allah not allow that to happen. But let's say if, some, if this impacts Ramadan somehow, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the full reward for our intentions and our good wishes and good plans that we had for the month of Ramadan. Same thing for our charity or for those planning to do hajj. And that may be in question right now, inshallah. Hopefully everything will clear up. But if it is impacted, 
may Allah protect us. But if the Hajj is impacted as well, inshallah, everyone who was had good intentions and was planning, inshallah, they will also get a reward for it as well. The Prophet ﷺ has told us that you know there is a a and and, and and you know this 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 system Allah has created is so biased in our favor that if we intend to do a good deed, even if you're not able to do it, we just made the intention to do it, we get a reward. We get one good deed. If you are able to do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides us and facilitates it and allows us to it to, it to happen, then you get 10 rewards, right? But on the other hand, when we plan to sin, we don't get a sin for, for making the intention to commit a sin, right? That sin is only written down and only once for one bad deed, right? So there is already an incentive to do good, to intend good, to to, to do good deeds. Uh, and, and already Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy um, is 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 favoring us in this way, right? So, um, so let, let us recognize the greatness of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Let us connect with Allah Azza wa Jal, um, and uh, inshallah we'll make du'a. But before we do that, I just want to see um, if we have uh, any questions. Um, is this a sign of uh, of the day of judgment? You see, there are a number of signs that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala uh, or the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you know, have have mentioned uh, major signs, minor signs. Um, these uh, illnesses and outbreaks of this nature have occurred, you know, in the past and actually much more serious in the past as well, right? And they will probably continue to happen as long as human beings are alive. But what's what's true at the end of the day, what we know for sure is that nonetheless, we are getting closer to the day of judgment, right? Many of the major signs are becoming true. So, you know, at, at the end of the day, we are going to be, uh, we are every single second, every single minute, we are getting closer and closer to the day of judgment. And that day absolutely is going to come one day, it is going to happen, right? If we're going to be alive, it's going to happen in our lifetime or afterwards, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. But even before the day of judgment comes, our day is going to come, right? So, um, so yes, you know, these things should, should make us concerned, should make us turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, should lead us to have concern for our hereafter and to prepare uh, but at the same time, you know, we should rest assured and we should um, have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah azza wa jal is the one who is in control. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's protection, inshallah, will be upon us. Um, and as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that, you know, if a person, um, every matter, right? Ajaban mu'min, right? Strange is the affair or is the affair of the matter of the believer that there is khayr in everything that happens, right? So if there's goodness, something good happens, you're grateful. We say alhamdulillah, we show gratefulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there is khayr in there for us. And on the other hand, if there is a hardship, and we are patient in it. And even that, then there is khair for us as well. So either way, inshallah, there will be khair and betterment for all of the believers. Uh, and this will be a form of mercy of mercy for us, even if we are not able to see it, or even if it doesn't feel to be so, inshallah, rest assured that there will be a silver lining and there will be some khair in, um, in, uh, in what we are um, going through. Well, okay, so next question is, will someone who never prays or calls out to Allah, will Allah still help them in these situations? You know, there is... Um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there and Allah azza wa jal is always there, right? So if a person sincerely turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if a person sincerely repents to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and makes dua, um, inshallah, you know, for sure, we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always listening to our dua. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does it, definitely does, does respond, right? So we should never feel hopeless that, you know, I have never, I have sinned or I have been neglectful of Allah Azza wa Jal. So now there's no point in me making dua because, you know, Allah is not going to listen to me anyway, right? So we should never have that type of attitude. We should always be hopeful, never lose hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, perhaps this is the moment, right? Perhaps this is the jolt that we needed to reform our lives and to make tawbah, to, to make sincere repentance and to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
Um, so uh, rest assured, inshallah, that you know, regardless of your situation, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah Azza wa Jal is capable of, of helping all people uh, who turn to him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indeed will inshallah help um, those who are close to him, especially. Um, so make this an opportunity, use this as as a um you know as as a um uh, as a moment uh, to really propel us um in strengthening our relationship uh, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If someone has made intention for Hajj but is unable to go, um so as far as the obligation is concerned, uh, their obligation would not be fulfilled uh, from what I know, Allah knows best. Uh, until they actually perform the Hajj. However, if they had the intention and they were not able to go, and um, uh, so inshallah they will receive the reward for that. Um, and let's say they happen to die or something happens, you know, and they're not able to go, then inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is merciful. Allah knows the intention um, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will deal with them accordingly. Uh, but yes, to answer the question, if a person is not able to go for Hajj and it's an obligation, um, they, they should try their utmost to, to offer it um, at another time, inshallah, when they're able to go. Any other questions, brothers and sisters? I'm sorry, you've spoken for a long time. Um, so, um, any um, any questions um, for the brothers and sisters on the teleconference? Any questions that you would like to ask? So, a question regarding how difficult it was uh, to cancel Salatul Jum'ah. Yes. Yeah, so, this was a a very um, Subhanallah. It was. It's not an easy decision, um, and you can see that in every single you know. Uh, Imam, every single scholar, every single person who, who's responsible for Salat al-Jama'ah, who had to make that decision, um, you know, of whether to, to have it or not, um, it's, it's a really, really heavy decision because, you know, and Sheikh Abdul Nasir Jung, had a really good video on this as well, Zahullah Khair, um, you know, with regards to, you know, the obligation of Salat al-Jama'ah, it's mentioned in the Quran, right? So it's not just a, a, just, you know, something light, but in, indeed it's, it's, it's a, it's a major command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is, actually mentioned clearly in the Quran. Uh, so to go ahead and, and cancel or to tell people that they don't have to offer Salat al-Jum'ah or they should not you know, venture out to, uh, to offer Salat al-Jum'ah, this is a very, very heavy decision. Now, of course, that decision um, has to be balanced with you know, recommendations and uh, orders from public health and, and relevant authorities and so on. And I think you know, that's why at the end of the day, uh, we saw you know, some uh, places not having Salat al-Jum'ah, others still having it. At the end of the day, I, you know, I... I I, I don't hold anything against anyone either way, and we sh- I think none of us should. We should remember that everyone who was making a decision either way was was making a decision, you know, for uh, the betterment uh, of, uh, of of people of uh, and uh, trying to keep in mind the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Uh, so at the end of the day, inshallah, there will be khair in whatever decisions were made. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, you know, forgive uh, those of us who were not able to offer salat Jum'ah, perhaps who should have. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive those who were perhaps, uh, who shouldn't have hugged Salat Jum'ah but still did. Because at the end of the day, Allah knows best and we are human beings and we try our best. But it's really a heavy decision. I was looking at, you know, another uh, post from another imam mentioning, you know, how difficult it was to make that decision. You couldn't sleep last night uh, trying to figure out, you know, how to do this and how to go around this. So, and actually in that, it, that actually gives me quite a bit of confidence. I know for people, uh, it might be a bit you know, they might be wondering why is it so difficult uh, of, of, a, of a question, you know, why is there so much discussion around it? But to me, the fact that there are still, mashallah, scholars and leaders and imams who take the obligations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the is so seriously that they think twice and they, they weigh so heavy on them, that is actually a blessing. 
that is a great blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because it means that we still are in good hands and we still have, have people who, uh, you know, who haven't sold out their deen and they're, they're you know, for, uh, for, for any purpose, but really are, are still, regardless of which way they, they, they came out and which way they decided, but they took the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as something which was heavy and they really tried their best to find the best, the best answer and the best solution under the circumstances. And inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward them um, either way. Uh, sister on the teleconference, did you have a question? No? Okay. Um, inshallah. So uh, looking at other questions. Sorry, I have, I have questions being sent to me on WhatsApp. Uh, can we have Salaf Jum'ah online? Okay, so it is, um, it's a good question. A lot of people have been wondering. So the, the obligation of Salat al-Jum'ah is actually to, to gather in person, to offer Salah behind an imam, to listen to the khutbah in person, and to offer the Salah in person. So while, yes, we can have, uh, you know, uh, video lectures, you can even have live streaming of khutbahs, but you would still have to offer uh, salah. And if you're not able to offer salah, uh, yani you're not in the congregation physically, then you are required to offer a four rakah of dhuhr instead. Because the jum'ah salah it can only be offered in congregation, in person, uh, with the imam um, and being physically there. Um, so if you're not able to offer it, then you offer four rakah uh, dhuhr. Uh, but the khutbah itself, um, like you can't just watch the khutbah live stream online and then just offer two rakah salah. That would not be, not be valid. Allah knows best. Any recommendations or specific dhikr to perform in this situation in addition to a morning and evening adhkar? Yes, so that's a very good question. Um, so, uh, of course, one of the du'as that we've been sharing, very powerful du'a. Um, of course, um, you know, um, the Prophet ﷺ uh, recommended that we uh, that if a person recites his du'a three times in the morning, three times in the evening, uh, no harm will come to them, nothing will, will harm them. Uh, so this is a, a very, very powerful du'a, which I strongly recommend every single person to learn themselves and to teach their children in the morning three times, three times in the evening. Bismillahilladhi la yadurru. Actually, you can repeat after me. Bismillahilladhi la yadurru ma'a ismihi shay'un Right, and it's it's online as well. You can find it easily, and I will I post it again if needed. Uh, so please definitely do that. Other than that, really just increase istighfar, right? Because the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, you know, has has mentioned. Uh, we learn from the Quran as well that the istighfar, you know, regular uh, seek, regularly seeking forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa taala is really a means of the removal of hardships and the opening of blessings upon upon people. Um, you know, there's a story of the past where, you know, people would come to, to a, a salaf with, with problems, various problems, worldly problems with regards to their crops, their business, family, other matters. And the advice, you know, that was given is go back and, and, and increase your istighfar. So this is something that every single one of us should really be trying to do, uh, trying to increase our remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but particularly the istighfar, you know, astaghfirullah, 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 astaghfirullah al-azim, astaghfirullah al-azim, astaghfirullah al-azim, so whichever version you use, but inshallah um, during these times. Of course, and salawat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as well, because he has said, that, you know, whoever sends peace and salutations upon me once, meaning say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad in whichever form, um, then inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would send 10 blessings upon them. So this is also uh, another great form of increasing our blessings upon us from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Any uh, any other questions before we go for du'a, inshallah? 
Okay, inshallah. So uh, let us go ahead and uh, and make dua. And uh, what what I what I really like you know to do is uh, first of all to make dua in Arabic. This is my personal approach. Make dua in Arabic, and then I also do it in English. Um, and uh, inshallah, you know the other thing I really like to do is have the right setting, um, you know, because it it really helps us get closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Um, I really sort of feel you know the the moment. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn off some of the lights. Inshallah, and um, because it, it makes it better for me personally, you can do that as well. Inshallah, and then we'll make da'a. Okay, so just give me a moment. Okay, I'm gonna um, cover my camera as well, inshallah. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammadin wa barik wa sallim. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu wa ilayka yurja'ul amru kulluhu. Allahumma lak alhamd wa Allahumma lak alhamd hatta tarda wa lak alhamd idha radit wa lak alhamd ba'da ridha Allahumma inna nahmaduka wa nasta'inuka wa nastahdik wa nu'minu bika wa natawakkalu alayk wa nuthni alayka alkhayra kullah nashkuruka wa la nakfuruk wa nakhla'u wa natruku man yafjuruk Allahumma iyyaka na'budu wa lak nusalli wa nasjud wa ilayka nas'a wa nahfid narju rahmataka wa nakhsha 'adhabak inna 'adhabak بالكفار ملحق اللهم اهدنا في من هديت وعافنا في من عافيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا في ما أعطيت وقنا واصرف عنا شر ما قضيت إنك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك إنه لا يذل من واليت ولا يعز من عديت تباركت ربنا وتعاليت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك نستغفرك ونتوب إليك اللهم ربنا أتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم ربنا أتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إنا نسألك العفة والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدنيا والآخرة اللهم إنا نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار اللهم أجرنا من النار اللهم أجرنا من خزي النار اللهم عاتق رقابنا من النار اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من الهم والحزن ونعوذ بك من الجبن والبخل ونعوذ بك من غلبة الدين وقهر الرجال ونعوذ بك من النرد إلى أرض للعمر ونعوذ بك من فتنة الدنيا ونعوذ بك من سؤال القبر ونعوذ بك من سكرات الموت ونعوذ بك من غمرات الموت ونعوذ بك من فتنة مسيح الدجال ونعوذ بك من فتنة المحيا والممات ونعوذ بك من من سيء الأسقام ونعوذ بك من النار اللهم ألبسنا لباس الصحة والعافية إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم اشف مرضانا اللهم اشف مرضانا وارحم موتانا اللهم اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف رحيم اللهم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا 
وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم اللهم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا ربنا إننا آمنا فاغفر لنا وارحمنا اللهم ربنا إننا آمنا فاغفر لنا وارحمنا وأنت خير الراحمين اللهم ربنا لا تؤاخذنا إن نسينا واخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به وعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا وعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا وعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين يا رب العالمين يا رحمن يا رحيم أو الله أو الله you are creator O oh Allah, you are the most merciful. O oh Allah, you are the Lord of the universe. O oh Allah, O oh Allah, we are your weak servants, Ya Rabbil Alameen. O oh Allah, we are your extremely weak creation, Ya Rabbil Alameen. O oh Allah, O oh Allah, we call upon you. O oh Allah, there's no one else that we can call upon, Ya Rabbil Alameen. O oh Allah, O oh Allah, we are in a weak state, Ya Rabbil Alameen. O oh Allah, we are in a forgetful state, Ya Rabbil Alameen. O oh Allah, we are in a sinful state, Ya Rabbil Alameen. O oh Allah, O oh Allah, please protect us, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please protect us from all types of trials and tribulations, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma inna na'udhu bika min al-fitani ma zahara minha wa ma batan. Oh Allah, oh Allah, please protect us from all types of trials and tribulations, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, we are not able to gather tonight together, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, we are used to making dua together, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, we are used to calling upon to you for your mercy and blessings and protection altogether, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, but today we are scattered, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, we are scattered in our homes, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, we are scattered in different locations around this city, around this country, around this world, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, but you are always there. Oh Allah, no matter where we are, what we are doing, and what we are feeling, oh Allah, you are always there. You are always hearing us, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please accept everyone who has tuned in, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please forgive all of us, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please forgive us for all of our sins and our forgetfulness, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please forgive us for our heedlessness, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, please forgive us and all of our brothers and sisters, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, all of us who are, any of us who are misguided, oh Allah, please guide us all, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, our neighbors, our friends, our fellow citizens, oh Allah, oh Allah, who are not guided, oh Allah, please guide them as well, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, please guide all of humanity, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, guide us towards that which is pleasing to you, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please protect us and take us away from that which is displeasing to you, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please make us people of your remembrance, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, make us people who love you and who are afraid of you, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please make us the people of taqwa, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please make us the people of dhikr, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, make us the people who love your beloved messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, Oh Allah, your creation, large and small, Ya Allah, Oh Allah, that you have created and that is in your control. Oh Allah, Oh Allah, it can harm us or it can benefit us. Oh Allah, that is in your control, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, yours is the dominion. Yours is the universe. You are the king, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, Oh Allah, please grant relief to your uh, to your creation on this night, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please grant you mercy and protection to your creation, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, especially those who believe in you, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, who are calling upon you, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, 
Oh Allah, we are nothing. Oh Allah, we are nothing. We are your sinful creatures, your sinful creation. Oh Allah, there are many others who are much more pious, much more knowledgeable, much more closer to you, who are also calling upon you, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, please have the mercy. Please have mercy upon the on the on the ummah of your beloved messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please guide us to change our ways, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, this virus is not able to do anything without your without your decree, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, please take away its harmful effects, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, please take away all of its harmful effects, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, please protect all of those who believe in you and all of your uh, your creation, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, please grant us immunity from this virus, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, please protect us, especially those who are at higher risk, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, please protect our elders, our seniors, our parents, our grandparents, our relatives, our friends, our neighbors, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, envelop them in your mercy and protection, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, all of those who are uh, who have other underlying illnesses who are also at risk. Oh Allah, please grant them special protection as well, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, please cure all of our brothers and sisters in faith and in humanity, O oh Allah, who are suffering with all different types of illnesses, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, every Friday we make we try to make dua for our brothers and sisters, local and international as well. Oh Allah, today we were not able to do that, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, but that does not... Oh Allah, the lack of our dua does not impact you in any way, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, but we still ask you, Oh Allah, the sister who is suffering from cancer, Oh Allah, Oh Allah, of the other brothers and sisters in our community who are suffering from long-term illnesses and impacts. Oh Allah, all of those who are suffering with pain and grief and mental challenges and illnesses and all types of struggles in their lives. Oh Allah, please grant them relief, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, Oh Allah, you are the one who, who are the only one who can offer relief, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, Oh Allah, all of those people who are ill in different parts of the world, especially with this virus or other illnesses. Oh Allah, Oh Allah, please cure them, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, Oh Allah, especially our brothers and sisters who are suffering various parts of the world. Oh Allah, whether it's disease, whether it's poverty or hunger or oppression or, or destruction or wars or floods or hurricanes or any type of natural disaster, human-made disaster, any type of disaster, any type of pain. Oh Allah, please protect them and grant them relief, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, those who are helpless in prisons, wrongly imprisoned, oh Allah, please grant them relief and free them as well, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, all of our leaders, oh Allah, all of those who are making decisions which are not pleasing to you, Oh Allah, who are making the wrong decisions, oh Allah, please guide them as well, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, we don't wish harm or evil upon anyone, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, we just want them to be guided, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, we also want to be guided, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, please protect us in every way, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, all of those people who are going through hardship through because of these challenges today, oh Allah, please ease their suffering and their challenges as well, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, please grant us strength in our iman, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, please increase us in our reliance and tawakkul in you, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah, please make this a means for, of goodness for us, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, any hardship, any difficulty that is destined for us and that you are not going to change, oh Allah, please at least make it easy for us, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, we are your weak servants, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, we are used to a life of luxury, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, you have blessed us in so many ways. Oh Allah, we are very weak. Oh Allah, we cannot withstand any trial, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, any slightest of trial that comes from you, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, we don't know how we are going to respond, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, we are so weak, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, please forgive us for our weakness, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, please forgive us for our sins, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, oh 
Allah, we only call upon you. Oh Allah, you are the only one who can answer our pleas, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, please forgive us and guide us, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, please forgive and guide the Ummah of your beloved Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, oh Allah. Oh Allah, we are the Ummah of your beloved Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, please guide us and protect us, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, everything that we should have asked for that I forgot to ask, oh Allah, please grant us that as well. Oh Allah, everything that we should have that I should have sought protection from. Oh Allah, please grant us protection from that as well, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, protect our future generations, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, protect us from all types of destruction, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, whether it's through abundance and luxury, Oh Allah, whether it's through wrong decisions, Oh Allah, whether it's through illnesses or natural disasters, Oh Allah, protect us and guide us, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Subhana Rabbika Labbil Azzati Yama Yusifun. Wassalamu alaikum wa salim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa rahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi Jazakallah khaira for everyone who joined us. Please forgive me for the length and please continue to make dua of hand for all of our brothers and sisters. Remember that if you need any assistance, please do reach out. And inshallah, we will try our best to help you. Inshallah, subhanakallah, wa bihamdik. Ashadu la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruk wa natubu ilayk.